Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Jaded, and I am Jody. And today is October 20th, 2022. My granddaughter Luna turns four today. And although I can't say this in person, uh, Luna, happy birthday, sweetheart. Your grandma loves you very much. And I hope you have a great day. Unfortunately, right now, her mom and dad won't allow me to talk to her. Although we spend every weekend together, and for a while, it was many days in a row. Uh, Luna's mom is an alcoholic, and though she did good for a while not drinking, uh, she's back at it. And though I was supportive while she was not drinking, when she borrowed my car one day and showed up to pick me up from work and I could see the shooters in her purse, you know, and the uh, different gait in her walk, I knew she'd been drinking. And though she has a license, she does not have insurance and she has my granddaughter in the car. And I am not one to not say things so I refused to let her use my vehicle again, especially on her other daughter's birthday, which I believe was the uh, 13th of October. Nevaeh, whom I recorded about before. Nevaeh does not live with her mom. Doesn't live with her and my son. Um, she just turned a year last week. And I'll bet you she hasn't spent a week of that with just her mom. And I, I kind of have a problem with that. I voiced this to her directly. I voiced this to my son directly. I do not understand her. I am a mother of four children. And I promise you there was not a day in their lives up until they were at least teenagers that I did not need to see them every day that I did not need them with me, especially as infants. I would like to believe every mother out there can understand where I'm coming from, but especially any mother with a child under the age of one, how you can go any amount of time without that infant by your side is beyond me. And this girl just does not seem to give a shit. Part of her problem is she's with my son, who is not supportive of her being a mother to this other child that is not his. And a part of me, you know, it, it understands the pain he may feel of her having fucked around with someone else while they were together. You know, that, that betrayal is hard to forgive. However, if you are choosing to be with a person you must accept that person for all they are and all they come with. You cannot pick and choose the parts you want. They are a package, period. And my son does not seem to be able to do that. And I think it makes it more difficult on her. At the same time, having spoken with the father of her first child, 
This is a girl who has three children by three different men. And the second child in there, second baby daddy, happens to be my son, and Luna happens to be my granddaughter, whom I love very, very much. And who I am concerned about, and also currently being punished in that she and I are not allowed to have contact. This is a struggle that I had with the father of my children who does not seem to have enough self-security to allow our children to have both parents in their lives. It suits him much better to beat me down, to make me look bad, and to discourage my children from having contact or relationship with me. Although that has been difficult and not the only reason my children don't contact me. It is now something I am watching my son do with with his daughter. And I just have to say, I may not have been the best mom. I know I wasn't. I was abused and witnessed abuse my entire childhood. I watched my father beat on my siblings. I battled my father when he chose to abuse me. And when my mother stepped in to interfere, we all had to watch him beat her. I'm not really sure how anyone is expected to come out of that situation as whole or strong or healthy. But I came out of it, as did my siblings. My choice in partners was definitely not well thought out, not something I would do again, but I was 17 and didn't want my dad to hit me anymore. I settled on Marcos, who also hit me. It was familiar, but it wasn't my dad. And I kidded myself into thinking it wouldn't last. By that, I mean the abuse. In that, I was wrong. And four children later, and the abuse still continued. And his drinking and my struggles with trying to be whole and present and healthy for the four children I brought into this world. Uh, I had to fold. I could not maintain a relationship with him and be present for my children. I made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. But one thing I did that I felt was very important 
was that I broke that cycle. My children did not have to watch me be abused by my husband. My children did not have to be abused by their father. They did not have to witness the dynamic of the weakness and abuse that could have cycled on for their entire lives. I made that sacrifice feeling it was for the best interests of my family. I did not want my sons to grow up believing this is how you treat your wife. I did not want my daughter growing up thinking this is how your husband will treat you. I knew it was going to be difficult. I went against my mother's wishes. She told me, once you have kids, Jody, your life is no longer yours. My first thought was to rebel against that because I did not want the life my mother had. I did not want my children to watch me be beat. I did not want my children to be beaten and me be helpless to do anything. So I left him. How that story has been replayed by him and his new wife and the stories that have been produced and told to my children, I have zero control over. The control I thought I did have was in keeping my family together. For 10 years, my children lived with me day in and day out, except for those four days a month when their father was supposed to take them according to the divorce decree, according to the custody arrangements. There were many, many times that he was too drunk to actually care for them or on an ankle monitor, on house arrest, or otherwise in a state with which children should not be left. Fortunately for me, who needed the break, and for my children, who needed a responsible adult, his mother was constantly there. So every other weekend for 10 years, I either met up with her or drove them to her house. But my four children stayed together. They were not separated. They did not go here, 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 and here. My children were a family. There will never be anyone in this world as close to my children as they are to each other. Whether they feel that or believe it, 
And whether their father helps them remember this or not, he and I will be dead someday. And the only connection they have to anyone else on this earth is each other. And to me, that is fucking huge. We had many, many struggles, many problems, many difficulties that came our way while I, as a single mom, was trying to raise them. I'm sure they've got a lot to say about that, and I can't apologize enough. I was a damaged individual trying to do the best I could with the four beautiful individuals that I brought to being, that my body grew inside of me, and that I will, till the death of me, love more dearly than anything on this earth. Those four people are amazing and are internally connected and always will be. I struggle with my son and his baby mama. She has three children. Three children with three different men. The father of the oldest, Eli, turns out to be a great man. He's an amazing, caring concerned, supportive father like my son and the baby mom could never be. Never. I'm sorry, Colby and Savannah, but you could never see past yourselves to understand how much these children need you to be a fucking parent. When Eli says to his dad, Wow, Dad, your truck is so cool. You've got the coolest truck. Like, how do I get a truck like this? I literally wept when he told me this story. Eli's tense said, Jody, when he asked me that, you know, I was brutally honest. I said, Son, it takes hard work. You got to go to school, you got to study, and you got to work hard, son. You got to work hard to get a truck like this. You know what my son or Savannah would say? Oh, fuck that guy. You know what? He's only got that fucking truck because... I don't think it would ever occur to either one of them to help... That little boy understand that good things in life take fucking hard work. You don't live with your parents for the rest of your fucking life. You don't expect someone else to take care of you. You go to school. You study. You fucking take your tests. You show up. You go to work. You get a good job. None of this shit is fucking free. But he would never learn that with my son and her. Never. Not in a million years. And it never occurred to me that they were failing at that very vital but simple 
part of parenting. Eli is doing amazing out in California. His mother's mother, although I cannot say I respect the woman, I don't have an ounce of empathy for her. She ripped this child away from her mother, from his mother, put him on a plane. God knows what. Took him out of class. He's in first grade. Took him out of class in the middle of the day. Puts him on a plane. I don't even know what she said to him. But just sent him off to California. No, fuck his sister. Fuck his, his, he's got two sisters. Fuck his mom. Fuck the life he's known. Just sent him off to California. Didn't say shit to his mom. Didn't say shit to anybody. Just was a fucking cold-hearted cunt. Although his father has asked me not to see it that way. He believes that Eli's grandma knew what she was doing. That it was in his best interest that she stripped him out of his life and sent him away. And my little Eli, well, I guess history will tell, right? Initially, he was very tearful and sad and felt abandoned and told his mom and my son, why did you leave me? Why did you leave me? Why are you all there and I'm here? He's six. He's in first grade. He doesn't know. He shouldn't know. However, what does his mom do? Oh, gee, not a fucking thing. Not a fucking thing. Doesn't doesn't hurry up to buy a plane ticket to fly out to see her son. Just to make sure he's okay, even if he's in a better place. Go see your child. Make sure he's okay. Be a fucking mom, would you? Like, fucking would you? I would if I could, but he's not my child. But at least I... At least I recognize that it's needed. But no, she doesn't. She doesn't. She's got an infant, Nevaeh, who I've recorded about, who just turned one, October 13th. I promise everyone out there, this baby has spent more time in a hotel room with not her father, but her grandma, who's married to a man half her age. I think they're married. I'm not sure. But according to Savannah, doesn't work. Neither one of them work. They've been living out of a hotel for at least nine months. Not a home. Neither one of them owns a vehicle. Neither one of them has a job that they've had for longer than six months. But the infant child, Nevaeh, Eli's little sister, Luna's little sister, this family that she made has no idea that they're a fucking family. They've never been treated like one. They've never 
interacted like one. Maybe for fucking Facebook picture purposes. But definitely not because of the same drive that most of us have. That they came from the same seed, from the same place, the same person. That they're that they're connected. That their love and connection to each other is one that even if they wanted to, they can't break. And that even if everyone else on this earth falls away, they still have each other. Apparently my granddaughter is the only one Savannah was around for that first year. Eli's father told me that he raised Eli for that first year. Savannah kind of fell into it by default because my son was too lazy to get a fucking job and a place for his family to live. So they lived with my parents, didn't pay rent, didn't do shit, didn't ever leave the fucking room. But, you know, I guess Luna bonded with her mom. Nevaeh, no such luck. I kind of think there's a chance Nevaeh might be a serial killer because God knows most serial killers have a horrible connection with their mother. I cannot support Savannah as a person. I don't understand her. I've told her this time and time and time again. Luna and I, however, have bonded quite a bit. She reminds me a great deal of my daughter, Avery, who also doesn't speak to me. Parental alienation, folks, it's a thing. You know, I understand that I have responsibility in the reasons that lie between my children not speaking to me. I understand that. But how can I express those regrets? How do I let them know the remorse I feel, the efforts I've made, the work I'm doing when they refuse to speak to me? I don't know. That's yet to be told. Maybe I just move on and let them go as jerks, as assholes, with no compassion, with no understanding, with the inability to reconcile. You know, I, I taught that to them. I've been watching lots of videos and reading lots of articles. Children are only able to model what they've seen, what they've learned. I clearly could not reconcile differences with their father. Their father clearly still cannot reconcile differences with me. Constant encouragement to not talk to me is something they feed off of and something I hope eventually Marcos will get over. You're on your third marriage, Marcos. Can you just be happy? And, and let me and the children work out our own stuff. That's all I want. 
That's all I want. Give us a chance to have our own relationship without any of your words, judgment, or opinions. I've got enough to work through with them. I was the fool that chose you. I chose you so I could get away from my dad. How smart was that? I have a lot to make up for with my children. A lot. And God knows if I ever will. But I am aware and I am very broken without them. They are four amazing human beings. The choices they're making are theirs and theirs alone. And Colby, get your fucking head out of your ass, son. If you would, please start loving your daughter more than you do this woman whose only value is the cunt between her legs. Please. Luna has endless possibilities. Endless. Invest yourself in in her. Invest yourself in you. Let go of someone who's already made it clear she's not mom material. No matter what I say to my children, no matter what advice I try to give, no matter what, it will always be rejected. I will continue to work on that because I know I make mistakes and I know none of us are perfect. The only way to make things better is to acknowledge and accept responsibility for where we are today. So happy birthday, Luna Rose Ortiz. Today you are four years old and your grandma misses you so. You're getting so good on the bike. No training wheels, pumpkin. And the rollerblades, oh my gosh, you're doing so good. The bell dress we bought for you is so beautiful on you. It's such a beautiful yellow dress. I never imagined someone could look so great in that color. (laughs) Eli, Grandma Jody misses you very, very much. But I am so glad you are with your dad. You are finally with someone who cares about you. Whose choices and decisions every day revolve around making sure that you are taken care of. And that you have everything you need. Luna, I pray to God one day you will be in that same position. Nevea. You are a sweetheart, and I love you, and I take care of you every chance I get, and I pray that you too will find security and happiness. 
I wanted to record this because I feel very strongly that families should feel like family. Even though I'm not close with mine, God knows I've tried. Some of my sisters have just, you know, we all came from a very broken home. And who we settled into with those fragmented and painful individualities and personalities, that, that, that is who we are. If we don't get along, we don't. God knows I fucking tried. Julia, Joanna, Jessica, I've tried. Brett and Brian, you know I love you always. I don't know why, but it's so much easier to love my brothers than my sisters. Maybe because it's all the mean shit they say and think and do. <laughs> but my brothers have always been awesome. And they've both got great, amazing wives and families. And I am so proud of them for that. My father had heart surgery today. He came through it just fine. Spoke to my mother for a long time. Definitely care a great deal about my parents and understand that every moment I have with them is a blessing. Thank you for listening. This is Jaded, and I am Jody.